What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, but if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, the subscribe and maybe that notification bell too. Now over on YouTube yesterday, we did have a new member. We had Cassandra Soto, thank you so, so much for your support and for everyone for taking the time out of your days to be here. It's absolutely incredible and I still never ever will get over it just thinking that there's people like from all different places coming together and listening to the same stories. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why I find it so strange, but I do. <laughs> A little birdie tells me this internet thing is going to be huge one day, so trust me on that. <laughs> anyway, let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for pulling the my husband is the CEO card on a nurse? Sounds bad, but hear me out. My husband of a year is the CEO of a local hospital and has been for 17 years. His uncle was previously on the hospital's board of directors. I, 27 female, have a friend, 27 female, who suffers from lupus. It's been very hard on her. Family is across the country and her fiance is deployed right now. The other day, she was at a mutual friend's 28 male house and our mutual friend texted me saying our friend was feeling faint. I go over to the house and not long after my friend started having a chest pain. So our mutual friend helped her to his car and we drove her to the local hospital. When we get to the hospital, the nurses started doing whatever it is they were doing and start wheeling her away. I get stopped by a nurse when I try to follow and she said to let the medical staff do their thing. I leave with my other friend but come back a couple of hours later when my friend texts me and said she's okay and she's just resting now. I go back to the hospital and make it past the initial crowd of nurses, some whom I recognize at the hospital events and towards the direction of where I knew my friend would be. I get stopped outside that general area by a nurse I don't know and she says, sorry, no visitors. I explained that I'm the closest thing to family for my friend and that I had a responsibility to make sure she was okay and that she's vulnerable right now and I'm basically her medical advocate. The nurse cuts me off and says that she can't make an exception for me. This entire conversation started out pretty politely but suddenly I find that both of our voices are raised and she says basically there's nothing you can say to convince me otherwise and starts to walk away from me. I follow after her and finally pull the my husband is the CEO card. She looks kind of shocked when I offer to call my husband. She starts doing something for a patient and I get my husband on the phone and he talks to the nurse and I finally got an okay to be with my friend as long as I leave by 6pm. The nurse looked extremely ruffled and kind of upset. I finally got to see my friend and comfort her and left before 6 as promised. When my husband gets home, he says that at least I didn't insist he come down to meet me where I was, but I should have just called him from the get-go and that there would have been calmer ways to go about this. He also said he hoped my friend was okay and he's happy to help. Am I the asshole? Now, whenever a story starts off with a sounds bad, but hear me out, it's always worse than that, isn't it? It just gets worse and worse. What in your right mind thinks you it's right to pull that card? Just because you're married to someone doesn't mean you can abuse power. It just doesn't work like that. 
And especially in this day and age with everything we're going through a pandemic right now, you think it's okay to use that sort of power when the nurse is just trying to follow her rules. And then for your husband, he's an ass for even like just not backing up the nurse in this situation. She's what she said should be going in that situation. And that's final. Just very low all around. But Yuki says, you're the asshole. There's a pandemic and tons of hospitals aren't allowing visitors. You pulled the card. I got this shiny ring from someone above you on a nurse during a pandemic. A tired, hardworking nurse just doing her job to try and protect everyone. You abuse power to violate pandemic protocols. Wow. And Penny Pickle says, you're the asshole massively. Just because your husband is the CEO doesn't mean you should get preferential treatment. The poor nurse was only trying to do her job. You preface your story with, it sounds bad. That's because it is. And Beachlover8282 says, you're the asshole. In general though, you sound horrible. What's the age gap between you and your husband? Be nice to people. It will help when your husband leaves you for another young chick. And Mother Throw says, you're the arsehole for the reasons everyone has mentioned, but also because the reason most hospitals have been limiting visitors lately is because of the increased COVID risk. Your husband being the CEO of your friend's fiance being deployed does not eliminate the risk of transmission. Also, I hope you didn't enjoy those hospital events because they sure aren't going to be fun for you now. And Flashy Current replies to that saying, that is so true. I'm a nurse and we talk. Probably everyone in the hospital knows that she did this now and they're going to hold it against her forever. If this post gets big enough, I can see a news report on this that identifies the hospital and her husband and then the hospital may be pressured to fire him. You know, for being married to a stupid person during a pandemic. That breaks the rules and bullies nurses. And Haber87 says, you're the arsehole. There are husbands not allowed when their wives give birth. Children not allowed to be with their dying parents, but you need to be quasi-medical advocate for a friend who was feeling faint. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Let me know in the comments below. And our next story comes from Glittering Post. Am I the arsehole for telling my husband and his family to suck it up when they complained about my daughter's wedding? I won't complicate this, I have a daughter, Kara, who is not my biological daughter. Nor was she my legal daughter until she reached the age of 18 when she asked me to adopt her as an adult. I married my husband when she was 14 and together we have two children. Kara gets along okay with my husband, but admittedly, her upbringing means she was maybe not as able to bond with a father figure as she was with a mother figure and her age was also a factor. Regardless, everyone gets along and I think that is the best you expect when you have someone who went through as much as she did at a young age. Kara is engaged and came to me recently. She would like to walk with me down the aisle and do the dance with me while her fiance dances with his mum. She told me she didn't know how to ask for that without hurting my husband. I told her he would understand and I would be honored to do it. I did not expect my husband and his parents to take offense. They believe she snubbed my husband and is making it seem like he's nothing. After listening to them complain about this for 10 minutes, I told him to suck it up and accept that she asked me, her mum, to do both parts of the wedding and that I was proud to do it. I dared them to tell me I was less deserving than my husband. My husband and his parents believe I wasn't very understanding and downright rude, according to my mother-in-law. Am I the asshole? So to clarify for people because I was not clear, my husband is not her father. He is a stepfather through me. 
I was married before and she was my stepdaughter who I ended up with custody of but never legally adopted as a minor because her biological mother was alive. She has trauma relating to father figures, two prior ones to be exact, so she has never really considered my husband as such but their relationship has been good considering everything she has been through. I did adopt her when she turned 18. Not my husband, just me. You know, regardless of the situation, it's up to Kara who she wants her first dance with and who she wants to walk down the aisle with. That's totally down to her. But I am curious to know, like, does the husband have the full story of Kara's upbringing? Not that it matters to the actual question itself, but I am curious to know that. But the gist of this one for me is, it's her life, it's her wedding. She can do what the bloody hell she wants, regardless of everything else around it. Even if Kara didn't have any issues like with with her upbringing and things like that you know it's still her choice regardless so if she wants to choose her mother to walk her down the aisle and have the first dance fuck tradition is down to her but funky orange penguin says not the asshole you're doing everything right and i think it's lovely that she wanted you to walk her down the aisle it's a testament to your relationship with her it seems clear to me why she wouldn't want him he doesn't behave as a parent so why would he stand in as her father and DSZ says, and quotes, Kara is engaged and came to me recently and told me she would like to walk with me down the aisle and do a dance with me while her fiance dances with his mum. Not the arsehole. This is beautiful. Good job, mum. And 9OKM says, not the arsehole. What a pity party. Call the wambulance. And Revmat says, not the arsehole. Info. Did you just adopt her or did you and your husband both adopt her? Not that it makes a difference. I'm just curious. Bottom line is she can ask whoever she wants to walk her down the aisle. It's no one else's damn business. When it's their wedding day, they can be in charge of it. And OP does reply saying, just me. And Silver Violinist says, not the arsehole. This isn't the 1700s. You can have whoever you want, if anyone at all, walking you down the aisle. He's not her father, so why the fuck did they all expect him to walk her down? Her day, her choice. Case closed. Now, what would you do if you was in this situation? Let me know in the comments below. And our next story comes from PlannerBanner94. Am I the arsehole for donating my dead mum's clothes three weeks after telling her sisters they can take what they want? Hi all. Hello. My female 26 mum, female 57, died in early December. It was pretty unexpected and we are all devastated. I was her only daughter and she was divorced from my dad. He had also passed away when I was a baby, so I've had to do everything alone. My mum had four sisters who haven't really helped me at all through this process, so I've been very overwhelmed with everything that has to be done after a parent's death. Having said that, they've been pretty supportive. A few weeks ago, I'd cleared out my mum's room, thrown away old clothes that were no use to anyone. However, I'd kept things that I thought her sisters might like. Shoes, bags, coats, etc. I told the sisters they can look through these clothes and take whatever they want. We agreed they would come over that Friday and look through the clothes. Friday came and at 8pm that night I get a call from one sister. She said that one of the other sisters is working late and that's why they couldn't come over today. I bit my tongue and said fine. I asked if next week worked for them and she said we'll let you know. Three weeks on from that phone call I heard nothing from any of them. I got sick of keeping those clothes in the house. They smelled like smoke. My mum was a heavy smoker and taking up space. Also, whenever I walked past the box of clothes, a flood of sadness would hit me. I decided they had enough time to come and collect, so I donated the clothes. Two weeks has passed since I donated the clothes and the sisters are asking to see them. 
I told them that I donated the clothes because I needed to move on and get some sense of normality back. Having those old clothes in my house was making me sad. They're mad I didn't tell them I was going to donate them and think I'm an arsehole for not giving them a timeline in which they had to retrieve the clothes. Am I the arsehole? Now this is one of those stories that could go from um, everyone sucks here to not the arsehole but I'm personally going to go with not the arsehole because while you didn't give them a definitive timeline which would have been the best option you did give them time you did say to them look before I donate them do you want to come and have a look through them they had weeks by the sounds of it to come and actually check through them but they didn't and as you said in this story they were causing you sadness taking up space and they smelled a smoke too so I cannot blame you for just donating them and needing them out of your space they had they had time in my opinion although as I said it could go to an everyone sucks here because there was no definitive timeline from what I gather here there was no if you don't collect them by Friday they are going to be donated the next day that kind of thing but phobus67 says I'm going to go with a light everyone sucks here they're being super inconvenient to you but it doesn't sound like you told them you were going to donate them like they're definitely more asshole than you but if you had been clear i will donate them if you don't pick up within two weeks then i can understand them being mad some people need hard deadlines in order to actually do things and while you gave them a ton of time there are no details from their point of view of why they weren't able to come over it's likely they were just taking advantage of you but there's definitely a chance they were legitimately busy and in that scenario donating the stuff without sending another warning text is a slight asshole behavior in my opinion and 9okm says i'm sorry for your loss op everyone sucks here in these sort of situations it's best to give a timeline it wouldn't be difficult to say i'm donating on x date if you want anything please pick it up before then and Pudge the Fish says, Not the arsehole. I'm sorry about your mum. You gave them a reasonable amount of time. When they didn't let you know they were coming and they didn't get back to you about the next time you offered is when they became rude and entered arsehole territory, in my opinion. And LaCroix says, Not the arsehole. I'm sorry for your loss. You kept the items for many weeks and they never had the time. That's their problem. They could have just came over, picked the entire thing and gone through at their leisure. And Sad Birthday says, not the arsehole, your aunt should have helped you way more. They don't sound supportive at all. It just seems like they left you alone to deal with your loss. Don't take their shit. Three weeks was more than enough for them to come over. I'm sorry for your loss. Now I'm turning this one to you guys. What about what do you think should happen in this situation? Do you think OP was the arsehole for not giving a definitive timeline in the situation? Or do you think they had plenty of time and they was given notice? Let me know. In the comments below now our next story comes from reddit or users called am i the arsehole for not allowing my sister to see my son because of something she said months ago i have two older siblings my brother 32 and my sister 33 i am 21 i found out i was pregnant last year everyone was more than happy for us and congratulated us everyone but my sister my sister had to basically look after me and take on a third parent role and watch me on nights my parents worked or weekends they worked. Because of that, she blamed me and hated me because I was the reason she lost her childhood. I've apologized countless times to her because this topic came up frequently, but after a while I gave up trying to make it up to her for something I had no control over. Over and over again, I'd get phone calls out of the blue of her reminding me how much I fucked her childhood up and had no remorse. By the way, shout out to all your older siblings who were forced to grow up too soon and look after your little siblings. When I announced my pregnancy, my sister called me and ruined the moment by bringing up how she had to raise me, how she lost her childhood. Then she started talking about my unborn child. 
saying how I'm having a baby at an early age because I want him to raise his future siblings like she had to. She continued on how I'd never make a good mum because I didn't grow up like she did. I finally had enough of her and went no contact. My son was born last month and everyone has gotten a chance to see him on FaceTime. My brother and parents were the only ones to see him in person. My sister got in contact with my brother and told him to tell me when she can see him. I told him to tell her she isn't allowed to see him because of the way she's treated me when I was pregnant. I'm assuming she told our parents this because my dad wants me to let her see my baby. He said let bygones be bygones and stop living in the past and my mum agreed. My fiance is on my side. My brother is more on her side and only thinks she should apologize for what she said about me being a bad mum, which she's refused to apologize for because she insists she did nothing wrong. I'm not too keen on letting her see him still. I feel like I'm being an asshole by not allowing her to see him. Am I the asshole? Editing to add, my brother also babysat me. He always said it wasn't as bad as my sister makes it out to be. Also adding he didn't watch as much as she did when he started to play sports. I barely remember my childhood days. I just know she stopped looking after me once I was eight to nine. Now straight away in this one, in the first couple of paragraphs, I was thinking, why is she blaming OP for this? It's not OP's fault. It was just a child. They wasn't requesting to be looked after. It was just the nature of everything that was going on. It was the parents' fault, if anything, because they were working so much. Whether they had to because of circumstances, I don't know. But it was down to the parents that they were having to look after OP. Not OP. It was They didn't decide, right, I want my sister to look after me and the parents can go out to work. It didn't work like that. So while I can understand her sort of anger, but it's totally in the wrong direction it should be pointed towards her parents and you know if she's acting this way towards you and not apologizing towards a, a behavior towards you then i can totally understand why you went no contact if you're getting that kind of abuse and you don't want her to see your child she's got a lot of making up to do i think and it's a it's a real shame by the sounds of it but i guess that's the way it goes but consistent leopard 71 says not the asshole your sister is understandably angry but her anger is misplaced she should be angry with your parents. Your parents forced her to give up her childhood to become a third parent to you. The things she has said to you are unacceptable. She should seek therapy and apologize to you. Your parents are on her side because she is blaming you for their abuse. It's your child and your choice who has a relationship with him. You have done nothing wrong. Congrats on your little one. And yeah, I just want to add as well because I said it would this might be all down to circumstance and I'm not excusing the parents for, you know, using their child as a third parent. just want to get that one out there <laughs> before I get jumped on. And Ginu says, not the arsehole. Your parents say, let bygones be bygones. They should tell that to your sister, not to you. And Mykonos says, not the arsehole. If she can't forget about the distant past, why should you have to forget about the recent past? She does not sound genuinely remorseful or apologetic. Why would you want someone so mean to you when really she should be mad at your parents around your baby? And Duct says, not the arsehole. Whether you reconcile with your sister or not, it is odd that she blames you for the parentification forced on by her parents. Was your brother not made to do the same or was he not involved in raising you because he's male? And Superb Building says, honestly, your sister is the arsehole by like 40%. The biggest arsehole are your parents. They took away your sister's childhood, not you. Her blame for that is misplaced. She should be angry at your parents since you know they're the ones that are supposed to raise you. She's the arsehole for being so rude and misplacing the blame. I can understand that she's angry and couldn't control the situation when she was younger, but now she has grown up and have to be responsible for emotional response. Does she have children? Could she also be jealous? 
I feel the blame is way too misplaced. Your parents should also shut the fuck up. They do not get to walk away from the problem they created. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Is there a way to resolve it? Let me know in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. I'm loving it just recently, having a great time reading them. Also covering a couple of other subreddits, a couple of cheeky ones coming up very, very soon. Keep an eye out for those. And just a huge thank you for taking the time out of your days to be here. Absolutely love it. Also been receiving some very personal messages about, you know, how it's been helping and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm, I just want to say I'm, I'm so, so thankful for them. It just, it's a blessing to be doing what I'm doing. And I, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to do it for you. So thank you so, so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.